Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. Welcome back to Hot Laps, and we're on lap 29, uh, end of the year. And honestly, I have nothing prepared. Neither do I. It's all right. Well, that's a perfect way to end uh, 2020 because none of us were prepared for what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, that is true. I mean, look forward to 2021 unless you're living in California where they're going to lock us down even longer. Man, 2020 I... is going to continue into next year. Yeah. Yeah. It is. 2020 sure. is going to continue into next year. It's nuts. But, uh, yeah, so we're here. It's the four of us today. Uh, sh- we got a connection problem with Patrick. Oh, my gosh. Bob Saget. He's frozen in time. Man, I can't. There he is. is. Bang. Bing bow. And he's back. All right. So, Steve, we were kind of chatting before we got here. So, rewind a little bit. You got Hemi G. Oh, you yeah, were talking. So, I so, like it. Well, Patrick taught me something I didn't know, which is usually just about one or two or four or five times a week, uh, that they're going to make like a Raptor version of the Bronco, which is cool. Yeah. And that's awesome. But Ford only did that because Jeep, in response to Ford making the Bronco, decided to put a Hemi in it, which yeah. is rad. I mean, that's, it is. that's that's what that thing is needed because, you, of course, you know, most of the Jeeps you see are mall rated. But there's <laughs> there is a great group of people that are not. They actually no, yeah. drive theirs and they use them and they actually. I agree push them out there and it's to be great because those guys now can go ahead and put bigger tires on there they don't have to go and you know it's gonna probably hurt some aftermarket companies that have like power routers and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i mean it'd be great you can just get it from the factory you put big tires on there it's interesting they haven't done it prior i mean jeep's been yeah. kind of an you know, anemic and, car and, they've and, been throwing v8 to some of the other SUVs for a while. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what's great. Well, they're they're yeah. hellcatting everything, which is yeah. rad. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, might as well leave the, that option. Wrangler, why it never got a V8 was it was the government. It's the federal government and the emissions. The emission yeah. standards and the cafe. Because Jeep, because oh. Chrysler Jeep, Fiat Chrysler, whatever it's called this week, because they every Wrangler they build, even a base Wrangler, they pay basically thousands of dollars in penalty to the federal government because of the cafe and emissions BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and the V8 exacerbates that even more. That's why that thing is going to be it's going to be a seventy eighty thousand dollar Jeep. Yeah. yeah, but it's but still, and it's not going to be the Hellcat, but that'll be you know that's going to be the next thing. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, honestly, you know what it is. This, that, that'll be the next thing to do. Ford will counter the V8 with this whatever uh raptor version of theirs will be and then mm-hmm. you know Chrysler's just gonna come right back and say hey here's a yeah but oh, that's healthy parts. that's healthy well that, that exactly that's what they're gonna call it the bronco warthog yeah I just mm. remember. The, the the oh yeah for the like halo that's what a, yeah i was gonna say it's uh, a halo halo. Reference. yeah um but i don't know it's cool it's it's just like the mustang the mustang sucked until chevy brought back the camaro Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I mean, the Mustang was a great car, and then like after in the two thousands, it died. Like the SN ninety five, it yeah. just wasn't a. I don't know. It just mm-hmm. wasn't a great car. Yeah. Um, but look at how much better it is now because it's got competition finally. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, Jeep is. I mean, guys have been converting V eights into Jeeps like the. Oh, the older. Yeah. CJ five, CJ seven. What's that all American? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, America's most wanted. America's most wanted four by four. Yeah, they, yeah. They, but they're doing Hellcat swaps. 
Yeah, the, mm-hmm. I looked at their website and Th- boy, those things are like boy howdy. That's rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's rad. So, yeah, that's cool. Sorry, Patrick, I cut you off. What were you saying? Oh no, no, I was gonna say, you know, the Mustang, even without the Camaro, Ford gets all the credit for when the S197 came out in 05, like late 04. That that had basically changed the market in a lot of ways and spurred Chevrolet to bring back the Camaro too. That car, that was the first car that production car that had come out in a long time, probably since when when Dodge redesigned the Ram in the early 90s. That was the first car to come out in a long time that whether you saw a base model or a GT, you looked at it going by because of the retro styling and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I, then yeah, they, doing the retro car the was Coyote, huge. Yeah. That, that kicked it into high gear. Yeah. And then that came because you had the Camaro SS running around with way more power sure. than the Mustang GT did at the time. Yeah, I mean, even even still, I think the LS or the LT now, that's what we're on now, right? Um, and the Hemi's, Yeah, yeah, the Gen the, 6. I, I think they, yeah. they have a much better initial tug because they have more torque right away versus the Coyotes. But the Coyotes can go, you know, over, over the top. And that was pretty interesting mm-hmm. to see Cletus lose – to a coyote mustang i couldn't believe that in his ruby car mm-hmm. but i mean that, that's the thing is you know i mean he was h and a like he's way faster than anything i've got right. like and uh that other guy was just 11 miles an hour he whole shot at him and everything and that guy came around him. my other favorite thing to watch have you been watching the unicorn versus oh the world? yes i started watching that last Dude, night I, it's unbelievable it how is. rad that Hoonicorn car was. Yeah, Cal, it's fast, man. It, it might be yeah. a better drag racer than a Hooner. Yeah. Well, well, it's interesting with that is, it's kind of cool, and I'm a video game guy, but he's like, yeah, it all came from Forza because kids got the Forza edition with the car in it, mm. and then you can drag race in it, you can race in it, and he said it's like overly fast, so yeah. people are yeah. asking for <laughs> real world, like, is this true or mm. is it just jacked up for the game so then they started like yeah we need to do a series on this and they started racing all kinds of stuff well how, how many other cars they've had the truck they had a the Hunicorn, gt unicorn 2 the ford gt the yeah the the what's that they had a kazi right the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. fiesta the european one but it goes back to that unicorn like what a cool like you know it's weird because usually you see like a, a sema car that's what i call because that's kind of what it was yeah. it was a promotional car and they kind of come and go, but that one kind of has stuck around for a it while. It has, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, just like that, I think that Roadster shop, what was that Camaro? I don't remember what they called it, but that split bumper Camaro they had, like, God, that car is beautiful. I love that car, too. I think that car's rad. It wasn't all-wheel drive, but still, I just, I mean, it's another of those cars that's kind of iconic and sticks around for a while, you mm-hmm. know? It just is cool because you watch Jin Kana and he's kind of shifting through the gears, but when he drag races, it's just like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how those guys do that going that fast. I, you know, I, I think there, there's obviously skill in every type of motor racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drag racing guys, I don't think get enough credit because, like, they have to correct. Yeah. But they can't overcorrect because right. that's yeah. like that's speed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just. <laughs> You know, I know it's only for a short distance, but wow. I mean, that that just takes some serious, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, just a skilled driver in anything they're doing is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But I, I think drag racers do not get enough credit for how well they can drive. Some guys, I mean, be like me out there. People be laughing as I'm on my way to the hospital because everything's, you know, totaled. But, well, uh, 
that's like did you guys see the video that's come out this week of Tony Stewart doing the funny car testing and getting working to get his funny car license? Mm-mm. No, really? Oh, no cool. way. Yeah. Yeah, Toy wow. Story's going to go drag racing. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you got to figure he's got to He's. I mean, Jimmy Johnson, I bet he's going to go back into off road. Because that's where he started. Yeah. He's too uh, young to just kind of yeah, like I mean, stop. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll be like Robbie Gordon. You'll see him out at Glamis just going berserk out yeah, there. Ma- maxing mm-hmm. jumps. Mm-hmm. You know? In a $300,000 car. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, that's I, good for Tony Stewart, though. Smoke, right? That's his nickname? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's because that deal, a lot of people don't realize that uh, I found out this after it happened from some of the NASCAR insiders I worked with back on the magazine. So when he had that accident, that bad accident in the sprint car. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he was like this close to losing his leg. It was that bad. Oh, wow, hmm. dude. Yeah. And they didn't really, that didn't get all, that they kept that quiet that he was very, very close to having his leg, having to have his leg amputated because of the injuries that he sustained. Mm-hmm. Was it just all smashed? And then, and then it got infected. Oof. Yeah, I mean, his leg was just candy cane smashed, and, and then it got infected, and it was, it was like a Peyton mess. like Peyton Manning. Remember mm-hmm. that, dude? That guy was out for like two years because of the infection. Jeez. That infection stuff is gnarly, man. That's yeah. that's crazy. I mean, the initial injury obviously is mm-hmm. grotesque enough, but then you get the infection on top of it, and yeah. yowza. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. The last what? unicorn video, he raced a, a desert trophy truck that had 900 it horse. Popped a wheelie. It did, yeah. Uh, that is was the a fast. Popped no, a wheelie? No, 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 the, the truck, the trophy oh, yeah. truck. It had no, it 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 had no chance. Dude, he honestly. crushed a carbon fiber Ford GT. Yeah, I saw like, that one. Like smoked that thing. He, he, he yeah. crushed a McLaren. Yeah, I know. Like they, uh, you know, even even gave the guy well, a head think, start, and he still, you know, he's behind behind yeah. you see oh. that thing hooks up so good yeah. and out yeah, of the hole the, it's so the, i think the closest race he had so far was that gtr i haven't seen that one. oh uh, yeah I mean, that, that thing or, or it might have been this uh uh audi this audi drag car well i, I saw a gtr and, and he lost one of the the str- head to head mm. one but he lost one of the other one ones of the roll races yeah, yeah something like that <laughs> yeah but that car's bad, dude. That thing mm. is sinister, and it it's looks awesome. it looks cool with the Americana it on it, you know. Yeah. The that whole series is amazing on YouTube. They they have it's on for like two or three days, and they get millions of views. Yeah. Well, it's just but it's entertaining. It's cool, it is, you know. Yeah. And they're they're great at branding. They're just good at what they do. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Well, we, maybe we should do a drag race against the. Uh, hey, we get the yeah. F one hundred done. We'll just Let's, I, I got a great idea. We'll drag race the forklift against the cart. <laughs> yes, there it is, dude. All right, well, there it is. You know, you can do a neutral drop yeah. on the forklift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, drag race the forklift against Chris's uh, Merc. Yeah, I think oh, that, that might forklift. be that might the, the forklift may win. Yeah. The forklift may hey, win. And we can that. tie in, too, because that's the old DC shoes cart that we have. Oh, there oh, you go. Yeah, yes, you're so, right. So we could tie in. The Huna cart. Like, yeah. Huna yeah, cart. We could drop, a, that's, that's we could drop old, a thing. old DC shoes uh, cart. Yes. So. Well, we're about ready to turn the page. And as we just said, like 2021 is probably going to be about the damn same. But I don't know. Has anybody got any memories from 2020 minus the freaking Corona stupidness? Nothing. Any good memories. I mean, dude, we were all no, going strong. No, nothing really stands out. <laughs> we were all going strong uh, coming off of 
2019 and yeah. then and bam then, slapped in the yeah. face yeah i mean what good wah, has come wah, out of it wah. what good has come out of it i think a lot of people have been working on more their people cars. are washing their hands <laughs> but i think more people are working on their cars the new Ford Pushrod V8. I'll say that the new Ford Pushrod. Yeah, I, oh, I God. think that's yeah. Car Godzilla. News, I think that's a cool one. I agree. I think the Bronco. I mean, you gotta give Ford Bronco. had a pretty good year. I still like the uh, uh, the Jeep V8. I think that's a that's yeah. another rad. Thing. It, it, there's some yeah, there's some cool change. there's been some cool car stuff this year. But it seems like more C8 people are Corvette. working. On that yeah, because we can't throw it. Corvette. I love that car, man. Yeah. I, I'm again. Told I would get cut out of the family will if I came out of anything in my grandpa's driveway other than a Ford. I would take a C8 and a heartbeat, dude. I think that car is just rad. I love that thing. Well, when I had my Land Cruiser, I wasn't allowed to park it in front of your grandfather's house. I know. He said, no, you have to park it either across (laughs) the street or down the street. I I don't want anybody thinking I got a Jap car. (laughs) Yeah. The other other good thing that might come, despite NASCAR's overall decline, is everything going on this year forced them to start thinking outside the box for races and putting some events on more road courses and yeah. non-traditional tracks? Uh-huh. And stuff? I, I, I like I like to see that um, the whole Bubba Wallace fiasco—that's a joke. I was about ready to say it. I mean, they're, I mean they're, the that's, news. that's a that's a yeah, a handle on the. It's just some of that stuff has just gotten too sensitive. People yeah. just need to kind of yeah, like look. Maybe. You know, I don't doubt that that type of stuff exists. But people right. need to toughen up, man. It's, I just, yeah. yeah. I mean, how the hell like, did... Dude, everyone needs to listen to Sergeant Holka. Lighten up, Francis. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we all got to do. <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. It's just, sometimes it's amazing to think how we settled this entire country, and now we're, you look back. Now we're a bunch and, of pansies, dude. Yeah. We're nowhere near as tough as... No, it's just, not even. Yeah. But, I, I mean, for me, I think a lot of people have been working on their projects and getting yeah. stuff done that they haven't. I mm-hmm. mean... God forbid they lost their job, and that's the reason that they're working on their car. But it seems like well, more projects are, are getting so done. So I, th- I think two things that are <laughs> happened. I guess there's two good things that I'll say about coronavirus: more remote working from home. That means people yeah. are doing less commuting. Yeah, that gives them more time to do things in their lives. Right. Yeah, that's true. Number two. Less traffic on the freeway, baby. Yeah. In Southern yeah. California, that's a big stinking deal. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, when it takes you four hours to drive from San Diego to L.A. when it should only take an hour and 20 minutes. Hour, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that's yeah. that's a, a cool thing. So mm-hmm. I think the, uh, you know, there's there's a, if you're going to find some positives. From yeah. One, that's it. But yeah, some. I agree, Patrick. <laughs> I think the push rod V8 from Ford is pretty cool. I think that's, because that's totally like a complete shift in the direction they were going. Yeah. No, is that that's yeah, only man. available in trucks, right? Yeah, but well, you can get a crate motor now. Crate motor. That's why. Yeah. Hey, if anybody's listening and you know the length of Godzilla, let me know because I want to put Godzilla in the Bronco. Mm. Now that I get it all up and running and working great, I want to tear it all apart yeah. again and get it. Uh, but I would love to be the first guy to have a Godzilla in an early Bronco. That's what I want to do. I but mean, there's a guy around the corner for me. He's got a '66 Mustang coupe, and originally he was just going to put a built nice little five liter crate motor in yeah. it. well now he's going with the seven three crate motor in it well it's you know that well, and right now it doesn't produce a lot of power but it's it's got some grunt well it's got it's got some good architecture mm-hmm. so i think the aftermarket well, is going to embrace that thing and run with it mm-hmm. i mean stock it makes 435 horsepower yeah, on that's 500 foot pounds of torque yeah mm-hmm. i mean but it is kind of funny that we're at a point in our in our universe where 
only 435 yeah. horse. Totally oh, agree, it, dude. It doesn't make a lot of power. Right, right. Yeah. totally agree. <laughs> yeah. And like they're saying, all the guys I've talked to said tuning. Just with tuning on that thing, bone stock, it'll make 600. Mm. Just Are with you tuning. serious? That's amazing. I'm dead serious because it's got cam phasing. It's got variable. Mm. Ver- it's got cam phasing on the camshaft to vary the cam timing and everything. Wow. And on top of that, the guys that are putting boost to them, they're getting a thousand horsepower out of them putting boost on them. Mm. No way, dude. That's insane. Yeah. See, I I want it in the Bronco because I've got that <laughs> that Z363 motor and the torque is all up high. I want I want the. You need the I want the low end. Uh, yeah, torque. exactly. I want Godzilla for the low end torque. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, bottom end, and that's where the Coyotes have been suffering, and that's why Ford did the push rod because they've been taking it in the shorts on that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, let's shift gears yeah. onto what what's the next uh, fun thing to try. I don't know what Patrick. You got to have something going on. Florida has been like an anomaly throughout this whole 2020. They basically said. Fingers up to the world, while California, we all had to hide in our houses and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's going on down in Florida? Are you guys going to see racing soon or car shows or anything like that? So, well, we've got, wow, it's hard to believe, in three weeks, the Mecham Kissimmee auction will be kicking off the first uh, first week of January. And I'm planning on trying to go over for at least a day of that and get us some stuff maybe do a little live uh live video from walking around there because that's if you've ever if you've never been to a mecham auction it is like going to a giant car show Mm -hmm. there is such a neat variety of stuff and then actually watching the cars go across the block and seeing what stuff's going for can be pretty entertaining too can i put my shopping list in now yeah right i need i need a hood and trunk emblem for a 63 comet Put that in sure. your put that in your uh, brain up there. Okay. Well, actually, we just had back at Thanksgiving, we had the one of the biggest swap meets in the country, which is the Turkey Rod Run over in Daytona. They hold it inside inside the Daytona Speedway there in the infield, oh, and that wow. swap meet usually has a huge variety of stuff. And that was yeah. all wide open and everything else, huh? That's cool. Yeah. No, our governor, it, it, it is definitely a one eighty from what you guys are dealing with here in out in california because here in florida our governor is like okay look people have to be working we have to have stuff open we can't be living in fear of this and you know we, we can't destroy our state because of this virus yeah well we destroyed our state well, long, we, long we, ago yeah we've been destroying our state for decades <laughs> <laughs> yeah <sighs> definitely i mean it's for been, decades it, it's been a steady the last 30 years i think yeah it's just been for sure on un, un, you know just unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And then we've got two really big uh, manufacturers here. One of them's like, you know, I don't know if it's well known or not, so I'm not going to mention the names, but yeah. they're all leaving the state. So yeah. two, two big they're... high performance companies are gone. And one of them's like a. Gone. Tesla, gone. Yeah. Even, yeah. even uh, he, well. Well, he's, he's on he's the fence, but. part of his operation, yeah. not I think, all of I it. I think he'll He's move probably it trying off to eventually. figure out how to circumvent the penalty. Well, yeah. And you've got, you know, you've got not related. Well, actually, somewhat related to our industry, Oracle pulling up stakes and moving to yeah. Austin, where Tesla's moving its HQ to. Yeah. Oracle leaving is huge. Oracle leaving is huge, but the problem with that is, is you just hope they don't ruin the state. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. no, it's you know, yeah, like Ken, that's the thing Ken is, you Bundy can't you can't uproot and go to some other place and then start voting 
you leave the place. You're... I like that thing you came yeah. in the about when in the car. Oh, when this we is were what driving. I think. Yeah, this is what I think is that if you move to another state, so they cannot constitutionally prevent you from voting at a federal election, but they should say you cannot vote in any local like state elections for five state, years, county. ten years, whatever. Yeah. Probably at least two years until you get yeah. acclimated, you start to understand things. Yeah, I think that would be a, a great, great thing to do. You know, you can't you can't prevent voting in a federal election, but local and state and stuff like that, at least two years until mm. you start to understand. Well, just have someone standing outside the polling places with a sign that just says, remember why you moved here when you vote. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, or how about if we just actually had people watching the polling places huh. and the actual county yeah. votes? Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that would. That, I think that would. That honestly, would solve the problem. I think that would solve about yeah. about sixty to seventy percent mm-hmm. of it right there. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. California gets such a bad rap. I'm just here to say we were a very conservative state back when I was a kid. Yeah, and we no, no, had no. a lot of transplants S- from the East Coast. San Diego was. Mm-hmm. Get a member. All that whole hippie bull crap that all started up in the Bay Area. Yeah. That all started in Berkeley. Yeah, and it spread out like a cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, it just it, it spread out from there. And that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Southern California used to be, I mean, San Diego used to be like Orange County, but it's long gone. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. But you're right, it's all the transplants. Mm-hmm. That's why when you go to a Chargers game, I mean, now they definitely don't have any fans, but yeah. there were the few natives that would actually, you know, yeah. go into a Chargers yeah. game when they were in San Diego. That's why they. Actually, used to have fans, but now I don't think they have any. No. Couldn't happen to a nicer owner either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. We, we politics. I mean, luckily, all four of us here agree on one thing. Yeah. But uh, one thing, freedom. Yeah. What's yeah. uh? What's anybody got any like good plans coming up the next two three weeks before we have to get back and no. dig in? We're gonna go shoot some stuff in the desert. We are gonna do that. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to try to finally get the motor swapped on my Tahoe this Sunday. Let's so get, I can it, get done. it back up running. You going to put a blower on her? Oh, yeah. No, for right now, it's it's just a nice uh, hopped up 5.3 that I'm throwing in it with some LS6 heads and, and some other goodies. How long has so, that Tahoe been sitting? Two years. Hmm. It's yeah. about time. Sounds two like years. Sounds like somebody else's cars that he has. Well, the F100 is making some progress. A little bit of progress. You got a lot of progress. When when we went and looked at it last week. (laughs) Oh, it looked cool. It was rad. Yeah, Yeah. you were excited about that. Yeah, I was. I was. Well, because it was just closer. Yeah. One little thing I had this week is I found out my truck was making, like, a death rattle noise. And I thought the transmission was going out. Turns out some torque converter bolts had worked their way loose. So I had to put some new torque converter bolts to hook everything up. Once it was tightened up, no more death rattle. Well, that's, oh, that's exciting. Good. Yeah, nothing major. Now, that's yeah. a cheap repair, but a pain in the keister to do. Mm-hmm. Not so no. much on the truck, thankfully, because it's it sits high enough. Oh, I just okay. had to jack it up a little bit to get under and then just basically use the, use the wrench to rotate the motor around. Yeah, you don't to, even to have to take the tranny bolts. off. Is the, uh, <clears throat> is the Tahoe, is that a two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive? It's a two-wheel. So is it lowered? Is it like a street Tahoe or kind of like a cruiser Tahoe? Right now, it's just it's a bone stock ride height. Okay. But I have thought about maybe later on adding the 
because there were police versions of that Tahoe, the GMT 800 and 900 mm -hmm. Tahoes, is adding the police package suspension to it, which lowered had lowering springs and other stuff. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of rad, dude. It would be rad. <laughs> That'd yeah. be rad. I, I love all the police duty stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. I remember loving that as a kid when you go to the Del, when it was the Del Mar Fair. Yeah. And they'd have the Border Patrol guys out there, and you'd see their beefed up, like, oh, Bronco. Back yeah. then it was a yeah. Bronco. Yeah, yeah the that OJ was style. That, yeah, that was, OJ that was, Bronco. Yeah, that's right. That was super cool. I love seeing all that beefed up, heavy duty stuff. That's killer. Well, according to my uh, stepdad, his uh, father was in the FBI uh -huh. up in Orange County, mm -hmm. and they drove around in galaxies, and the whole back trunk was filled with just communication stuff. Wow, yeah. really? Yes, it was. It, well, think. Okay, so think about that though. That's a perfect car for that time. Yeah. Because technology has made things so small. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that might have been better than a Galaxy would have been a Lincoln or a Cadillac because yeah. it would have had more room, but it yeah. would have stuck out, whereas a Galaxy is a little more inconspicuous mm -hmm. for the right. common man. That was yeah. an interesting house to go to. My grandmother has since passed away, and my grandfather has since passed away, but their house in Orange County was, you walked into there, and he had pictures with Ronald Reagan, Nixon, Frank Sinatra, because he was involved with getting his kid returned. Hmm. Um, That'd be rad. Yeah, he was. It was. It was kind of cool history in the family there. But, That's uh, neat. But yeah, that whole back of the car was apparently filled with communication stuff. And probably ear shocks, because that's how they rolled. Yep. Back yeah. yeah. And it had a, you know, the motor was bigger and some yeah. other stuff that they did. Probably had the 427 in there. Probably, yeah. Not the Cobra Jet. Yeah, the Yeah, the other one, yeah. yeah. If you could only get your hands on that thing again. Mm -hmm. Dude, those motors, those 427 motors, Judas Priest. <laughs> Man, if you can get your hands on one of those. I don't, I don't even know what the dual overhead cam version. By the way, that was my favorite sounding motor until the GT350 came out. Huh. Oh, but yeah. that single overhead cam 427, if you ever heard one of those, man, that's a pretty that's a pretty sound, dude. Well, oh yeah. We kind of know where there is a 427. I, I think that I think the timing chain actually can go around the equator. That's how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> so funny thing on that with with the original camera motors in the 60s. So yeah, they had an enormous timing chain. And the problem was when the drag racers started getting a hold of them, they were grenading them left and right. Connie Coletta, Connie Coletta has the reputation of being the man who killed more 427 cameras than any racer in history. So Pete Robinson, who was a drag racer in the 60s, and Pete was one of the first formally educated drag racers involved in the sport. He was, he was a student, graduated from Georgia Tech. He was an engineering student. And he got into racing, and he brought that kind of very scientific, high-end stuff to draggers, the first racer to really get immersed in the engineering, and not, not just like seat-of-the-pants engineering. So he had the theory that something was going on with the timing chain, and that's why those motors kept blowing up. So he had come down to Crane in Hallandale near Miami, where, where Crane, Crane Camps was based at, and my dad was there and worked with him on the dyno. They set up a camera on the dyno, and Pete set up a strobe system because he wanted to watch and put timing wheels on the cans and the crank because he, he had a theory that the chains were stretching. I say it's and probably that's stretching. that's what was advancing the cans and causing the motors to grenade. Mm. Sure enough, they did the test with the strobes, and that's what he found out. So then he designed a gear drive system I for see. the cams, which eliminated that problem, and boom, the cameras became successful in drag racing yeah. and a lot of other stuff. Hmm. That's pretty rad. 
Dude, there's a, like a vat of knowledge over here. Yeah. yeah. Over here. So, Dude, wealth of uh, no, sadly, he was wealth, killed yeah. like early seventies in, in an act, late sixties, early seventies. He was killed in a race. We gotta do this. We gotta take Patrick and we gotta go to Speedway Bill's museum in Nebraska and walk it. Oh yeah. I've always wanted to go to that. Like he Speedway Bill has or had when he was still alive. He's still. I think they're still there. He has engines like one-off engines that Ford and GM have offered him millions and millions of dollars for. But he got him. He got, he bought him like off a of scrap or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because oh, we're not using this or whatever. So he just he just got the prototypes. He oh, just picked yeah. them up. He's had a collection of crazy stuff that you just never you don't see anywhere else. Yeah, I would totally love to go do that. That would be a good trip. Well, that's yeah. good too. If you guys come to Florida at some time, there's the Don Garlitz Drag Racing Museum. Oh, that'd be a cool one for sure. That'd be a good one. He has amazing collection oh, yeah. of stuff. Yeah, because we got the snake right around us. Mm-hmm. His place. He's like fifteen or twenty minutes away. So, cool. All right. Well, what else we can talk about? What do you? What? What's Santa gonna bring you for Christmas, Patrick? <laughs> I don't know if I want to say that on air. Well, <laughs> just keep the PG stuff on air. You got a bunch New- of cool uh, ammo yesterday, didn't you? You were texting me yesterday. Some old thirty thirty uh, rounds. What? Oh yeah. So vintage thirty thirty. Uh, like uh, yeah. I had a good friend. That- that actually gave me some 3030 ammo as my Christmas present this year because I'd not been able to find any awesome. for my Sears Model 45 lever action. And then out of an estate, another estate sale, I managed to pick up via a friend some old boxes of um, Remington Clean Bore 3030 ammo. And the boxes date to like the 50s early 60s oh, wow. but the ammunition looks brand new and so somebody so somebody stored like it right yeah you know that's it if you store it right you'll you can get you know yeah. just keep it in an ammo can desiccant pack it and don't open and close the thing just kind of lock it up and yeah. forget about it cool stable temperatures cool stable temperatures and and that's why you've got yeah. a lot of war surplus ammo that's 50 60 years old that's still that's viable bad, and usable dude. because yeah. of that yeah Chris is showing the, the yep, picture. There it is. Yeah. yeah. What's funny is when you look at the price tags on that ammo, what those Th- boxes three ninety five dollars change. Dude, like nine mil is a buck around on Gunbroker right now. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a oh, dollar around. Five five six two twenty three is two dollars around right uh, now. Wow. <clears throat> Jeez. Man, we should resell some of it and make some cash. It doesn't seem right. Yeah, but when can you replenish it? That's the thing. Is I, you know, I don't we'll even probably, want to go shoot right you'll now. You'll probably I be just, able to replenish it. I, I, I want to shoot because I want to be proficient. It's always when you need a cycle. To it's a cycle where we can't get it, and then we can get it. Dude, it's pretty yeah, plentiful. Dude. Then we can't get it. Then it's plentiful. Yeah. Yeah, but you would have never thought it would have happened under this administration. Well, it's, mm. it's all the military yeah. purchasing ammo. Yeah. Just to go old school, I'm thinking about I might buy myself for Christmas. Midway USA, which is a company that sells, they're kind of like the Summit Race. Yeah. So Midway USA and Ls are like the Summit Racing yeah. of guns. Mm-hmm. And they sell a kit where you can build. You've got all the parts. You put it together. You can build your own Kentucky flintlock rifle. Hmm. Oh wow, that'd be kind of rad. And I thought about getting one to build. How much are the kits? It's a little over three hundred dollars. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, that's no. reasonable. Right? Yeah, that's really reasonable. What do you got? A delivery in the back? 
Somebody using the can? It sounds like somebody's blowing oh, it up yes, in there. I do have delivery coming in. Uh, oh, I thought somebody had a double garlic, double sauce pizza from Felipe's. <laughs> that's what well, have you ever had a white pizza? Yeah, no. that's, that's good with the like the creamy white yeah, the garlic yeah, sauce. Oh, that's yeah. great. It wrecks me. Cottage cheese, garlic, and all the toppings. Yeah. You just don't have the tomato sauce. Yeah. Well, Steve got yesterday. He ordered up. A large pizza from Felipe's, which is I would like say gourmet. Well, I don't know. It's old school. I mean, they're they've it's been around quite forever. A, it's not quite a Chicago pizza, no. but dude, but it does. It I is mean, thick on the cheese. Well, so it's like we've probably all choked on that cheese as kids. Oh yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, and my kids have choked on that <laughs> yeah. cheese. You know, what I mean? stringer so, going yeah. down the throat. But, so this guy orders a double garlic. He orders a double garlic, double. Now. Double sauce? You didn't get double cheese, did you? No, I just I just got with garlic, extra yeah. sauce, and onions, and that's yeah. what I got. Yeah. I basically evacuated the living room you last night. You know what? Night. This room stinks. It's starting to smell like somebody's. Uh, Probably smell like bad breath. It it could be, or it just it's. Just I had kinda... to brush my teeth three times last night before I went to bed. Yeah. yeah. Me too. It was heavy. Still had it in the morning. So but... what's the next thing we're gonna do? Are you gonna do jumping jacks with the camera? No. Oh, I thought that would be a good thing to do. Maybe. I haven't done jumping jacks. Well, I, I will wait for Patrick maybe to come back. But yeah. uh, there's been a, some questions around the tech thing, and I thought we could just take some time and then shut it down. But mm. um, yeah, we don't want to strag this on too long and make people get bored. Yeah, yeah. so like we already do. Yeah. So wake up. So ah! <laughs> put that in there somewhere. <laughs> so um, hot mm. engines. And then you have a problem, whether it be catastrophic or something loose or something like that. And then you have something that's oil or gas or some sort of petroleum product that's getting onto the engine because something's leaking. Um, you talking fire. about you talking about my pants? I just heard hot fire and <laughs> and stink. <Yeah>. But <laughs> heat shields can help with the preventing some of that preventing. stuff. Yeah. Right. But also, if something does go wrong and oil shoots all over a hot pipe, I mean, you're going to get more time, don't you think? With Well, something like the Armour would be great because uh, most of the oils in cars will combust around 400, 400 to 500 degrees, mm -hmm. and the Armour knocks it well below that. Yeah. So you, you don't have to worry about a fire, and the other advantage of that Armour versus a wrap is that it won't soak it up like a textile is going to soak it up, but the Armour would just reject it more but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, the only you, you can make preventative things. You know, I mean, it, it can it can uh, it can buy you a little more time to get the heck out of the car. Well, sure. fire in the car and anything that you're in is is crazy. I remember yeah. the only fire I've ever had in the car was in my Baja Bug, because I had one of my extremely overweight friends sitting in the back seat. And, and he had a bad tamale. Oh, <laughs> was he, he was pressing on the battery. Pressing on yeah. the battery. And it caught the jute on fire yeah. in the seat. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, from the arcing. what is going yeah. on? He's like, I don't know. There's smoke pouring out of the yeah. seat. I'm like, holy crap. So I stopped the thing. And it is in a full flame. I pull the seat out and, and it's it on the, fire. Yeah. And I threw it out on the Claremont Drive. Uh -huh. And we were stepping on it, trying to get it out. And I was just like, dude, you can no longer sit in the back. Okay. No more. Uh, and he, okay. you know, he was probably three and a half bills. But wow, he got he fit in the back. Can't believe he yeah. fit in the back. Jeez. Well, you know what? When you're when you're that age, and you got no else, no, no other, other ride, yeah. you're jamming you're in, cramming in. And I'm driving, and 
you know, someone else calls shotgun, that's the rule. So yeah, uh, yeah, he oh, uh, he he caught the thing on fire. The the Baja bug. Was that Ambrose? No, <laughs> no. It was a kid that went to uni. His uh, name okay. was, was Jeff Frost. Well, you don't need to bring up his name. I was just asking. If it was, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, yeah, give him some props. Good, he was oh, a good yeah. guy. All right, there you go. But uh, anyway, Patrick, we were talking about hot pipes versus a flammable liquid in maybe like a engine breakdown or something like that and, and suggestions oh, only, yeah. on what. Only what, 400 degrees for oil to combust, start to burn. So, you know. Right, and you look at what your typical exhaust pipe temperature is. You know, that's that's not real hard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Commissioner Gordon was calling. Uh, the Joker was cited on the other side of town earlier. Yeah, that's uh, good. What did you get? Did you, you know, did you sample the did you sample the delivery that came in? Uh, no, no, no. I I not until after five PM. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, and that's one of the things I think we run into it all the time and I see people talking about this. They're like, Oh, well it caught co- you know, how much does this cost? And it's like, okay, look at it this way. Good product that does the job right. That's heat shield products. Yeah, you're going to spend some money for this. But think about it this way is how much is it going to cost if oil line comes loose, rod kicks out of a block, something fails, you've got hot, combustible, burnable fluid going all over the place. And instead of just having a massive fluid cleanup to happen, you've got a fire incident to deal with. And the hundreds, thousands, even sometimes tens of thousands of dollars of damage that that can cause, which can be prevented by a couple hundred dollars worth of good product, that's also going to improve the performance of your motor. Yeah. Yeah, and you just make things more reliable. You know, mm-hmm. just heat. Anything, there's so much electronics on cars now. What are the two things electronics hate? Heat, heat and water. Heat yeah. and right? water, yeah. So you just, you're, you're taking care of one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as you don't drive uh, into the ocean or anything, you should yeah, be good yeah. on the other. So that's true. What's the next tech question? What do you got? Let's pick it up here. Let's pick up the pace, Sparky. Like I said, I didn't really prepare anything, but we well, did. Well, Let's end it there. One. We, we posted this yesterday to social media and talking about, and then our recent video about the newest IM shield, specific IM shield for the Hellcat stuff, is the fact that it's amazing how people. The IM shield is the best bang for your buck power adder you can get. And how people, no matter how many dyno tests we do, people are still skeptical of its effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the that's, fact and, even, and, and, even your average guy can install one in his driveway. He doesn't need a shop to do it. Right. That's yeah. that's just it, right? So that's something you can do yourself. Um, the other cool thing about that is those are all third party places that have done this stuff. Not we're not, not there. Us. We're not doing it. In not fact, our I, dyno in the backyard. In fact, yeah. yeah. And in fact, I had to ask a guy how he was doing it so somebody could replicate it, which is make get it up to temperature, make the pull, like you know, kind of like you would normally, mm-hmm. cool it down, pop the manifold off, put it on, boom. And it's yeah. rad because we've had like that GT three fifty three fifty. They only got nine or eight eight point nine real wheel. This is real wheel horsepower. This is chassis dyno. Right. And then uh, what did what did DBR get on 13 that? Thirteen and a half. And that's on the Hemi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that Camaro, you know, that was on 13. On that one, too, though, what we've seen in the test is is that gain of, even let's go back to the lowest one you just mentioned, the 9, the 8 to 9 horsepower. But what we've seen on those dynasties is that's not just at a little small point peak. That is across yeah, right. a whole power mm-hmm. Right, that's yeah. That's everywhere picking that up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's, 
that's enormous. Well, yeah. People spend thousands of dollars to grab that kind of. Well, that, and that's just it. Like you could spend, uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks on a may, maybe a cold air intake because a lot mm-hmm. of times they're not really a cold mm-hmm. air intake. They're just flowing. They just know, make more noise. Hot air yeah. or whatever. Yeah, or yeah, or, or they make it, it louder or whatever. Yeah. Factory air intake. Yeah. The other killer thing about it is, man, that's a nice little stealthy way to make some horsepower. It's just stock, dude. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah. So. Well, and it typically doesn't violate any rules because you're not you're not modifying yeah. an engine. You're not taking anything really. You're you're not touching that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, o- the only thing we I don't think we have anything that falls under carb. In fact, I asked about carb because I was told, hey, you need to investigate that and. I submitted to them, and they said, "Nope, you're not. You're not doing anything. You're not changing anything. It's mm-hmm. a factory yeah. component." So there you go. You know, which is going to lead us to some new products coming uh, mm-hmm. here early this year. Yeah, we have a ton of new products. It just was such a squirrely year with moving and everything else mm-hmm. that we're going to get done here. We'll we'll have a bunch of new products being launched this year, which I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah, you- we haven't we haven't done any of this. We did a couple this year. We did a couple, mm-hmm. and the good news is we'll be done with all that crap early in the year. Yeah, that mm. gets out of the way. Out of the way, hit no, the ground running. No more planning for SEMA, so you don't need to burn all your man hours for that mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally stoked on that. I'm, I'm stoked on not going yeah. again. That's a peek under the tent. I'll, I'll miss the people yeah. that you see, but I won't miss any of the BS yeah. or the expense of it. I'm totally over it. Well, we might We're have burnt to go out. It was, it. it was too. It was too long of a duration to be there. Well, just it's too many days in a row. Car show, not a trade show. Yeah, it used to be a trade show. Yeah. It's no longer a trade show. Mm. It's a freaking car show. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, that's and, a... and another positive. Another positive too is now those resources. We get a chance to go visit some other people and at some events and you know. Yeah, exactly. The that's Take yeah. Small display. Yeah. And... yeah. Yeah, exactly. Get get do it better. Use that money better spent somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it was a long time. So Sheen, what's Santa gonna bring you? Patrick is getting a musket. He's getting a hairy musket. Mm. What are you getting? A hairy musket. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, it's gonna be a surprise. Huh? You really don't the know. Kids got me something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Tell you on the next one. I don't know. After almost twenty years of being married to your sister, it's like, what do you want? What do you want? And then there's a few little surprises here and there. But I got a, finally got a tool chest. I finally got something that's not like. Is it a roller? Like it's got on wheels? It's a roller and you can build onto it. And the big version of that thing we have over by the CNC over there. Oh, oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been working. I got it two weeks ago and I've been working to get my tools organized in it. And. It's amazing how quickly I can find something. Oh yeah, and oh, your yeah. Stuff's it's all, all organized. Yeah. Well, in my garage is not the cleanest. Yeah, you just need it. You you need you need a, <laughs> a match. You need, and you, some need gasoline. A, you need a you need a VW seat fire to happen in your yeah. garage. Well, ultimately, I'd love to get the mercury inside there and work, be able to work on <laughs> it on the inside. But um, so yeah, I I got a toolbox. That's cool. And That's I'm, good. I'm stoked on that. My kids and my wife got me that. And uh, I got nothing. I don't want anything. I don't want to pay. I don't want to make money to have somebody buy me something that's just going to sit and I won't use. So I. Well, you've been trying hard to get an Xbox. Nothing. Oh, yeah. No. But I wanted to get that to flip to make money. Yeah. On. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. So I like to buy, I like to buy those after they've been out for about a year. Yeah. When they're I mean, on, get when them they're on sale. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. need it right yeah. away. 
Mine Some, still works. Someone south of the border and get him a bottle of mezcal for Christmas. That's uh, something that he'll use. Uh, he does. Yeah, I don't think he would drink that, and I don't think he'd eat the worm. So, uh, <laughs> if you were gonna get this man something in the beverage category, cold beer here. Yeah. 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 Anything uh, double IPA. Um, Stout would be good. Yeah. yeah. I just don't drink light beer. It's got to be above eight percent. Hmm. Firestone has a couple of new things out that they just released right uh, now. Road trip to Paso Robles to the brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I'm staying out of anywhere Northern California yeah. or well, that's and, like more central, I think. Paso yeah. Robles, isn't it? It's up there. Yeah, isn't I mean, it like it's inland from Santa Barbara. No, it's north of that. It's yeah. it's um it's up it's along the five. It's between basically it's Santa Barbara and San Jose. Yeah. Dude, I just don't want to be in here anymore. I mean, any longer than I have yeah. to be. I don't want to spend any money here. I don't want to. I just want a GFD, baby. Yep. All right. Well, I think uh, we'll end it on that. Yeah. And uh, we Sorry appreciate. Sorry for the depressing. Yeah. We, <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> everybody listening this whole time. We're going to do fireworks or something in the next one. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. We're, we're going to go back to the lab and try to figure out how to make. Um, a little more juice. This funner. Um, and then the other thing is, is 2021 is going to bring as we move uh, a whole bunch more video because what we've learned is people want to see our product installed and working and that's why they come yeah. they don't come for the you just you just said hoopla. that like newsome and they you also, yeah, they also need out. donut <laughs> donuts yeah we're gonna I mean, be i need donuts. Oh, yeah, we need donuts the f100 series will kick back up we have two on YouTube, one kind of in the mix, but I didn't want to do it and then have this massive hiatus. Well, so you might we as well get it up there now because we've already got a massive hiatus. Yeah. We, get, we got this going, and then uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be our new series called Daily Donuts. Shane um, with uh, the Ford F100. We, uh, I'm doing my new cement impression. We will um, uh, get more uh, video out to the um, families. Oh wait, hey, if you want to do him, you gotta yeah yeah. We'll get more videos out to families. And like, oh oh, hang on one sec. Uh, yes, French Laundry. French Laundry, <laughs> yeah. Is my reservation still available? Oh, great, great. Oh, oh, whoops. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, more video series on how-tos coming in 2021. And um, we're going to give you a good idea of how to get that stuff installed in your and car Patrick and show you how easy it is. Yeah. And, Patrick, we have been talking about we got to either come out to you or you got to come out to us or something. Yeah. Uh, once we're, this... we're probably better off going to visit him at this point because I don't know when this is ever coming out of lockdown. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what? You're probably right. Got a, yeah. a road trip. Road, I was just gonna... Too bad the road oh, trip road would trip. take so damn long. Oh, I know. Uh, Although great. we could if we if we were. We can hey, go, we can go rent a Corolla from Enterprise. It won't, it won't, <laughs> in, 18, it won't in 18 months. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Road yeah. trip won't be long Do at all. Yeah. the band at California to Florida in 18 hours. Yeah. Do, oh, we wow. can gumball it. Dude, if I wasn't Cannonball. with kids, I would totally do that. That'd be so rad. Uh, yeah, that would be rad. Yeah. That would be a rad. I've never driven across country. I've flown a just, ton just of times. Just bring some jack-in-the-box tacos. Get, yeah, I know. That's one thing that's, that's hard to find out there, right? I mean, they just don't exist. We don't have any in Florida, sadly enough. Uh. No Jack in the Box or no Jack in the Box tacos? No Jack in the no Box. No Jack in the Box, oh, wow. period. I think, oh, wow. I think anywhere there's Jack in the Box, you can get the tacos. Yeah. Well, they're, if it, they're if they're it makes you feel far. any better, we don't have Gator Tail out here, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's get the hell out of here and right. get some work done. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Patrick. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you all Merry next Christmas, year. everybody. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be texting some crap back and forth uh, mm-hmm. over the holiday. And, uh, yeah, Shane and I mm-hmm. will try to put our desert fun on uh, some yeah, Instagram we'll, stuff. Yeah. yeah, we'll get some, some B-roll. Some B-roll <laughs> of uh, Shane shooting at foxes or something. Yeah. Have a nice thing. If you have questions, send us to podcast at Heat Shield Products, tech at Heat Shield Products, uh, or you can go right on the website. It's pretty easy. You just fill out your name, your question. You can put a picture up if you have any questions, and we answer a ton of questions. No question is dumb, okay? If you have a question regarding our products, please reach out. We would love to hear from you, okay? Have a good twenty. The rest of 2020. And then uh, we'll see what 2021 brings us. Well, you know, it's just going to be better. We have to make it better. Regardless of what happens. Hell yeah. You got to make your. Hell yeah. You got to keep on living. That's right. Keep on trucking as they used to say. Don't let the man get you down. That's right. Fight back. Goodbye. From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time right here on Hot Laps. Hot Laps.